Uh, a lot of you have been mentioning uh, some celebrity lookalike things. I guess that's that's probably the most common, right? Uh, Clark says, uh, been mistaken for Alan Jackson, the country singer. That's a good one. Um, another listener said, uh, ever since she had her big break, I've been told I look like Sharon Stone, Strangers, casting agent. She says, I act, mostly background. It's weird. I don't see it, but I'm super flattered. Yeah, no kidding. So let's turn to a story that's been talked about a lot now for the past 11, 12 days. Um, I imagine a lot of you have been following the firing of Lisa Laflamme as CTV National News anchor and chief editor. Um, she found out in late June. She announced it via video uh, not that long ago, saying that she'd been blindsided uh, by the decision by CTV to let her go. Of course, ratings were good. She'd been there for a very long time. As a caveat, I must say, I worked there. I worked with Lisa Laflamme. She is a she is everything people say she is. She's a absolutely dedicated um, journalist uh, and anchor. Uh, absolutely. Uh, but CTV decided they, quote unquote, were going to move on, uh, or at least uh, a business decision was made, or so they said. Um, and that was it. After 35 years at CTV, uh, that was the end. There was no official goodbye. There's been a lot of talk about that. Um, and many stories start to spill out of what has obviously been an angry newsroom about how this was all handled. And one of the comments attributed to uh, the VP of News, Michael Melling, was about Lisa Laflamme letting her hair go gray during the pandemic, uh, suggesting that her hair, rightly or wrongly, may have played a role in her firing. The Globe and Mail reported that Melling asked who had approved the decision to let Lisa's hair go gray. Well, there's an update tonight. Melling uh, is on leave. First of all, Bell put out, or the newsroom put out an internal memo saying he was going to spend time with his family. Then the CEO of Bell tonight on LinkedIn said that, in fact, this is all part of their review and that he was put on leave until that review is completed. So who knows what's going on exactly? He's not there. Uh, I guess that's what it boils down to. Uh, but it's you know really sparked a debate about ageism and sexism in the media and far beyond Many pointing out that male anchors had been giving no hassle, had been given no hassle over losing their hair or going gray, or and had been allowed to stay around until they were much older. And companies like Dove, Wendy's, they've launched campaigns to support gray hair with the hashtag uh, "Keep It Gray" or "Keep the Gray." Uh, Sports Illustrated even tweeted a sort of a recover of its May 2022 swimsuit issue today, with May Musk, the mother of Elon Musk, in a gray hue, saying "Living proof that beauty only gets better with age." A lot to look into here. So to help me with this, someone who knows this stuff well is Joanne McNeish. She's an assistant professor of marketing at Toronto Metropolitan University. Thank you for your time tonight. Oh, thank you, Ben, for having me on. Appreciate it. I hope you could follow me through all of the, all of the preamble. But I guess just to start at the beginning, uh, some big news today. The, uh, and you've been tweeting about it. The, uh, the VP of News is out for now, at least. At first, it said it was a family. He was going to go spend time with family. And then tonight, his, the big boss, the CEO of Bell, essentially said, essentially, no, he's been pushed out. Well, we have this. He's, he's on leave until this review is completed. Right. Well, first of all, I thought you did a great job at recapping the, the, the almost complexities of basically one person losing their job. It, it yeah. has so many different uh, arms and legs to follow. So uh, what I did tweet uh, uh, about the, the leave is, uh, of, of the, the VP is that, in fact, it's a company in free fall without planning for a crisis. Every company is going to have a crisis you all in the background you have you should a good a smart company will have plans in place and know who's going to react to what 
And the minute you start having to sacrifice a few senior management, it's because you are trying to decide what to do on the fly. And that's the worst way to behave in a situation like that. There should be a thoughtful statement very quickly by a senior person that was written months ago or years ago as part of a whole uh, crisis planning. And then you have a team in place that's going to react to the media. The other thing Bell really hasn't done is spoken directly to the media, which is really ironic given the fact that they are a media company. So it's a company scrambling to figure out what to do. That's one piece of this issue, and that's reflected in somebody uh, being asked to step down. The other piece is it just reinforces what a great journalist Lisa LaFlan is. So you, you, you mentioned she's known about this since June 29th. Um, Bell itself tried to say, "Look, we were going to do a bit of, a, we're going to do a, a good goodbye and a retrospective," but but in fact, she preempted that and has made the discussion so interesting to us. Uh, so she t- changed the narrative from, "Well, thank you very much, and I had a long career." To what does it say about somebody who's who was successful? who had the ratings, and in media, as you know, you live and die by the ratings, um, who was winning awards, continued to win awards, who was considered a top, is considered a top journalist, that you would let her go uh, in her late 50s. I think that suggests something about the issues that she decided to make uh, the story, because that's what she's done. She's pushed forward this, this narrative of gender and age bias. You know, so, and it's, it's 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 such it's struck such a chord. I mean, I've worked in I worked in that newsroom amongst others. You know, it is mm-hmm. a cruel business. Um, yep. You know, a lot of it's about you know certainly the economic models are changing, and you know the, the there are yep. you know there are reasons that older employees are, are being let go in news, and we're seeing it everywhere, unfortunately. Um, well, but but you know, but it, it has raised a lot of questions about why, and because it's so visible. It's an example of something that's happening in a lot of different places around ageism and sexism. And I get the impression that's what struck the chord. People saying, wait a second, this is happening to someone like that who has, we think, a lot of power and it's happening to her. What about everybody else? Well, and, and 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 that's again just another layer. So this is just—it's a mil soy if you think of desserts of layers of issues here. So the first baby boomer um, uh, hit fifty in 1996, and I was struck when I looked at the uh, journal articles how very quickly, all of a sudden, there was this stream of research around discrimination, age discrimination. So along with a a lot of discussions about gender, there was this new and separate stream in terms of discrimination against older employees. And and over time, we've started to see this rhetoric around, well, people should retire. Let's get them out. Why are they staying in their jobs? And frankly, if you go to a headhunter or someone evaluates your resume, an older worker, and imagine somebody who is in their 40s is told, start reducing the look of age in your resume. So it's a very resonant discussion for many, many people because they felt the impacts. She was at a very senior level and truly at the height of her career. If it can happen to her, and it has happened to many, many people. And that, in fact, represents a systemic issue. And it's, again, there's, the ironies on this are fabulous. All of us will be old one day. We're all going to age. And so it's striking that d- discrimination around age 
happens to so many people that there's a, a rhetoric around rather than respect for age and experience it's let's move them on get them out of the workplace so I think that's uh, it's something that's going to happen could happen to anyone at any level in the organization and so it strikes terror I think in anybody who's working um, and who's getting who's 45 plus that I think that's who it speaks to and I guess the other piece would be the demographics of television tends to skew a bit older. So once again, people would be shocked. Her target audience would be completely shocked that she would be summarily dismissed because that's now it was her contract ended. Uh, and we're not going to continue your contract. It was ended, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, so I mean, it, it, that's, again, as you said, it's a very, it's a, it's a tough world. People don't actually realize uh, the atmosphere that I think journalists and people in the media work in. Um, appearance matters. And so this issue of gray hair, one could imagine there was that conversation. And I, and I can only imagine the discussion that men and women face when you're on the media, we, we learned during the time of Trump some of the awful things that he said about media people. So clearly appearance is a factor in having a job uh, in media. It, again, it shouldn't. So we have this other layer of should appearance matter? And, and we've had some of these discussions in COVID. Um, is appearance the way we should evaluate people? But again, we're back to the yes, obviously it yeah. still is. And it is, yeah. Um, I'm speaking with Joanne McNeese. She's an assistant professor of marketing at Toronto's Metropolitan University. We're talking about uh, new developments. There have been some developments today in the uh, dismissal of Lisa Laflamme as CTV National News anchor. The uh, vice president of news, Michael Melling, has been uh, is on leave. Uh, there's some contradicting reports out there from uh, from CTV senior management about exactly why he's on leave. One statement said it was about spending time with family. Another from uh, Bell's CEO later tonight contradicted that and said he's on leave because of this internal workplace review that they've announced, and uh, he'll be on leave until they've completed it. When we come back, and he was the one who's been who that comment about who let Lisa go gray. Um, was attributed to. That's not a verbatim quote, but that's who it's been attributed to. And that's really set off something too. And I was really interested to get your take on that, Joanne, and we'll do that after this. Joanne McNeish is with us this half hour. She's an assistant professor of marketing at Toronto Metropolitan University. We're talking about the many, as she called it, a millefeuille, a dessert of uh, of things around the a departure of Lisa Laflamme, the dismissal of Lisa Laflamme at CTV National News. Um, the, you know, when I obviously follow this pretty closely, the Global Mail article that reported that uh, the now on leave VP of News, Michael Melling, had said, asked who had approved the decision to let Lisa's hair go gray. To me, that felt like that felt like the turning point in all this story. And it certainly has been the one that's resonated because we've seen these companies now jump on board. Um, you know, not never mentioning where this came from, but sort of just alluding to it a bit, a bit of a, you know, support for it without ever saying where it came from. Um, it's been a really interesting week and a half that way. What have you made of it? So uh, I've, I found it quite fascinating. And, and, it, and it's interesting to, to look at the different companies that, that got on board. So Dove as actually about a 15-year history being involved in uh, women's and girls' issues um, using their under their real women umbrella. So they're pretty consistently involved in these issues. And, and, and when I talk about crisis planning and crisis communication, sometimes 
it's crisis, good crisis. In other words, here's the situation we can take advantage of. And if you looked at the messaging, it was very carefully crafted, as you said, to take everybody knew what they were talking about based on the comment. And, and, it, and it, it is that ability to be ready to capitalize on somebody else's mistake that's as much part of crisis and good communication planning. So I think Dove really hit it out of the park, and I would bet in the metrics that they'll be tracking, uh, they'll do really well, and it will be part of reinforcing and enhancing their relationships with customers. Um, Wendy's is another example. Uh, They took their famous uh, icon, it's the daughter of the founder, and they turned her gray. I found that one less successful. Now, not everybody on Twitter agrees with me um, because I don't know Wendy's in general as a company, um, and I don't think most customers know Wendy's as a company concerned about the women and uh, girls' causes per se. In fact, they do some great work around uh, food insecurity, which I really applaud them for, but it seems a little inconsistent with the, the brand image. Um, because part of these doing well in these situations come because you have credibility to speak on the issue. Right. And Sports Illustrated is, is sort of, again, an, another one that's quite fascinating. So they've been heavily criticized for their presentation of women, and that issue that they showed was part of uh, showing off women of various ages um, in swimsuits. And so Elon Musk's mother was on the cover, um, and so that's part of their play to speak uh, in a more fulsome way about these issues. So that issue used to be very uh, scantily clad, uh, very young women. Now they're trying to broaden the spectrum, diversity of sizes, that sort of thing. Um, but they got on joining in the Dove campaign. And for me, that's a really effective stance. So you're borrowing the equity and the relationship of Dove and putting it on your campaign. So I think the Sports Illustrated is more resonant for me and will be mm-hmm. with their customers um, than Wendy's. And, and I think, but I think Dove hit it out of the park and against the metrics that they'll be using will do very well for the brand. We're yeah, going to talk I, I mean, about, I, I think, I, risks as well. But yeah, well, I think yeah, we will. I mean, we only have a, we only have two more minutes, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah, Unilever's uh, board, I think, are all men. But that's uh, that's, a, yes. that's another point. That's yeah, another yeah. Well, point. there we go. Um, so there's the other side of this. You got to walk the talk, and that's always the yeah. risk. Yes. Right, until you get called out. I, I guess we'll move on from the risks. I think the risks there are people are pretty aware of. Like, you just have to be careful whenever you weigh into a societal issue or a debate yep. that's being had because there are a lot of sensitivities around it. But we're having the debate. I was, you know, I have to say I was really yes. interested to see the talk about about gray hair uh, and just what a taboo. I mean, I remember when my when I was young, my grandmother dyed her hair, you know, for a very long time. Uh, and I yep. just, my mom stopped and it was a great moment. And it's just, it's been a really interesting conversation to watch being had about, you know, going gray and what it means. Well, and, 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 and that's what I think, again, is the brilliance of this. We have to remember who started the conversation that while 
I mean, Lisa Laflamme is a journalist who understands how to put a story out there, and she clearly didn't want the story to be about her retirement. She wanted to be about pushing out another story. That's been her reputation. It's what's the story that I'm trying to tell here. So I agree with you that during COVID, there were lots of discussions about going gray. And in fact, Dove, this is where Dove has been really clever. They've even got a, a, a web page that tells you how do you go gray and how do you have that beautiful gray color. Why isn't gray celebrated? And and if you're a man and you go gray, it looks it, it's considered to look distinguished and to show that you have wisdom and experience. It doesn't. It didn't have that same impact on uh, uh, for women, or or, or um, uh, it didn't create that same effect for women. And I'm hoping maybe this is part of a a new kind of discussion around appearance of all types. So when COVID, we started. A, a discussion about what should what's an appropriate tire for work. Why isn't gray hair appropriate uh, for Joanne, women? I, it, I, I hate to yeah, tell you this, sorry. we're running out of time. We're oh, running no, out of okay. time. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for your time tonight. I appreciate it. Oh, I really appreciate it. Thanks, Ben. Talk to you soon. Bye bye. Good night.